Welcome to MSRB Podcast. The Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board podcasts are designed to enhance understanding of the municipal securities market. On today's show, we are talking about providing disclosure information to investors. This episode originally aired in 2016. We hope you enjoy it. Part 1. Why is Disclosure Important? When issuing bonds that may be held by investors for years to come, ongoing communications with investors can help issuers build and maintain an investor base. In addition to instilling confidence in current or prospective investors, certain ongoing communication may be required of issuers that enter into a contractual agreement, often called a continuing disclosure agreement, to provide ongoing disclosures about their bonds. Continuing disclosure agreements lay out the contractual obligations of each party in an offering to provide updated information that may affect the repayment of the offering. Underwriters for most offerings are required to confirm that issuers have signed these agreements to ensure compliance with Securities and Exchange Commission Rule 15C212. This rule establishes the kinds of information that must be disclosed. These disclosures, commonly referred to as continuing disclosures, are submitted to the Electronic Municipal Market Access website. EMA, for short, is a free resource for municipal market information operated by the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board. Investors rely on EMA for updated information about matters that can have an impact on the municipal bonds that they hold or are considering purchasing. This may include information on the financial health of the issuer or others that may be obligated to repay the bond investors. Alternately, such disclosures may provide notice that a particular event has occurred that can have an impact on the bonds. Issuers of municipal bonds that fail to provide adequate financial and other continuing disclosures may be subject to federal securities law and contractual law liability, negative publicity, and higher costs of capital. In contrast, issuers that regularly provide continuing disclosures help protect their future access to the municipal securities market. Part 2. Four Steps to Making Continuing Disclosures To protect themselves, state and local government officials should take four steps. 1. Identify the required disclosures. 2. Establish disclosure practices. 3. Schedule email reminders for recurring financial disclosures. And 4. Make disclosures publicly available on EMA. Step 1. The first step is to identify the required disclosures by reviewing the continuing disclosure agreement for your bonds. This agreement will specifically describe the types of documents that the issuer or other obligated person must submit to EMA. It will also describe the timing of these filings as well as the format or minimum contents that must appear in each document. Issuers should review a copy of their continuing disclosure agreement to familiarize themselves with the types and timing of disclosures they pledge to provide. The executed copy of this agreement should be among the closing paperwork for the bond issuance. A non-executed copy that substantially resembles the final agreement may be attached to the official statement for the bonds. The official statement for most bond issuances, along with any attachments, 
is available on EMMA. Step 2. Once you have identified the required disclosures for your bonds, the next step is to establish disclosure practices. Written policies and procedures support good disclosure and ensure appropriate staff understand how and when to meet your disclosure obligations. Issuers may wish to consult the websites of industry organizations to locate guidance on disclosure practices that can assist issuers in better understanding their obligations and establishing their own policies and procedures, including templates for creating internal disclosure policies and procedures. The MSRB makes available in its online education center a list of third-party resources for developing disclosure documents. Each of these resources is prepared and provided by a municipal market organization unaffiliated with the MSRB. Although this resource list is not intended to represent an exhaustive list of disclosure guidance, it can be a valuable starting point for understanding the types and content of resources available to issuers of municipal securities. Step 3. Although an issuer's written policies and procedures will likely include some procedures for ensuring that disclosures are made within the required time frame, municipal securities issuers can take the further step of signing up for free email reminders from EMMA about approaching disclosure due dates. Issuers can schedule email reminders for any staff or others that share responsibility for preparing and filing financial disclosures. For example, issuers may wish to send email reminders to appropriate internal staff, their financial advisor, or bond counsel. Issuers should note that these email reminders can only be scheduled for financial and not event disclosures, since the events that could trigger an event disclosure may occur unexpectedly. Step 4. Lastly, municipal securities issuers need to make their continuing disclosures publicly available through the EMMA website at emma.msrb.org. EMMA is the official repository for continuing disclosures and other information about municipal securities. It is also an effective, centralized platform for issuers to communicate important information to the general public. The EMMA website provides free public access to all information submitted by issuers, promoting fairness and efficiency in the municipal securities market. Issuers can use the EMMA website to communicate additional disclosures that would be useful to investors, including investor presentations, links to investor relations websites, bank loan disclosures, or quarterly financials. Municipal securities investors access this information and more to become better informed market participants. Issuers can access nearly all of the tips and tools for making continuing disclosures discussed today in the Education Center on the MSRB's website at msrb.org. Here, you can learn more about continuing disclosure requirements, access guidance and tutorials on using EMMA to submit your disclosure documents, and learn more about the MSRB and its EMMA website through a short video. These resources can also link you to EMMA, which can be separately accessed at emma.msrb.org. Part 3. Common Financial Disclosures The last segment of this podcast will review four common types of financial disclosure documents. The Continuing Disclosure Agreement, 
typically requires the issuer to submit at least one of these four document types to EMA, depending on the nature of the bond issuance and the obligations set out in the continuing disclosure agreement. These are 1. Annual financial information 2. Audited financial statements 3. Customary financial information and 4. Failure to file notices Perhaps the most common financial disclosure is that of annual financial information. This information is filed annually and normally consists of updates to audited financial statements and additional data that were originally presented in the official statement for the bonds. These additional data may include financial information, operating data, or other operational matters addressed in the official statement. A second type of financial disclosure is an audited financial statement. Even if audited financial statements were not included in the official statement and therefore are not considered to be part of the formal required annual financial information, they may be required to be submitted to EMA separately from the annual financial information if they are prepared. Some state and local government issuers prepare a comprehensive annual financial report, or CAFR, that includes basic audited financial statements as well as a substantial amount of other financial information and analysis. If prepared, a CAFR would typically be submitted to EMA in lieu of a standalone audited financial statement. Some smaller issuers with bonds that are valued below a certain threshold may submit a third type of document known as customary financial information. Rather than being created specifically for disclosure purposes, this type of document is produced in the normal course of business, but satisfies some of the issuer's disclosure obligations. Customary financial information is typically submitted for issuances in which neither the issuer nor any obligated person has more than $10 million of municipal securities outstanding, including the current offering. The last form of financial disclosure is a failure to file notice which indicates that the issuer or obligated person has or will miss its annual deadline to submit financial information to EMA. Ideally, this notice would also describe the circumstances that caused the missed deadline and indicate an anticipated time frame for when investors can expect the information to be submitted. In addition to the disclosure of financial information, the continuing disclosure agreement will also require the disclosure of specific events should they occur. A list of events that trigger disclosure may be specified in the agreement. In some agreements, these event disclosure obligations may simply reference SEC Rule 15C212. In this case, issuers will need to separately consult that rule to determine the events that require disclosure. While issuers must review the full list of events provided in the rule, generally events requiring disclosure are those occurring after the bond's issuance that can have any impact on the ability to repay the bonds, the value of the bonds if it is bought or sold prior to maturity, the timing of repayment of principal, and other key features of the bonds. The rule lists 15 types of event disclosures. The rule specifies whether the event must be disclosed in all instances or only if the event is material to the issuance. Where a materiality threshold exists, the issuer in consultation with legal counsel must determine whether to disclose the event under the specific circumstances. 
Issuers may view the full text of the SEC Rule 15C212 on the SEC website at www.sec.gov. The availability on the EMMA website of timely, accurate, and complete EMMA disclosures enhances the integrity of the municipal securities market. Issuers that understand the importance of making such disclosures to investors can help ensure a more transparent, fair, and efficient market. Thank you for joining us. Please stay tuned for our upcoming new series of podcasts. If you have comments, feedback, or suggestions for future podcast topics, please email us at msrbevents at msrb.org. The information provided in this MSRB podcast is intended for educational purposes only and provides a general overview of the subject matter. The content of the podcast is not intended to provide and does not constitute legal, investment, tax, business, or other advice and is not an MSRB rule or an amendment to or interpretation of any MSRB rules. Compliance with conduct recommended in the podcast does not mean that a firm or individual has complied fully with obligations under the MSRB rules, other self-regulatory rules, or laws or regulations. The MSRB podcasts are the sole property of the MSRB. You may access and download the MSRB podcast only for your educational, non-commercial use. You may not reproduce them in whole or in part in any form or reference them in any publication without the MSRB's prior written consent. Copyright 2019, the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board, all rights reserved. Thank you for listening to the MSRB Podcast.